welcome back to Around the Block. As always, I'm Rebecca. I'm Molly. And I'm Leanne. And we are here to discuss our September book club book, um, All the Light We Cannot See. But first, as always, Rose and Thorn, who would like to start? I guess I'll start. <laughs> Unless I was someone gonna, else wants to. I was going to gonna volunteer, but... Okay, can, then you go. You go first today. I feel like I've never gone first. Um, <laughs> came prepared. So Thorn first, right? So yeah. my Thorn is that um, I went to... Last weekend, I went to the fair. Um, but sadly, since I was so busy, uh, I could only go basically the second... Basically the last day. Um, so by the time that I went, all the large animals were already gone, which is like the best part. I was like so sad to not see the cows or the horses. We saw a few remaining um ox and a couple sheep, but it was sad that most of the animals were gone and all the animal events were over because that's the best part of the fair. But um learned for next year i would have gone if i had time but i didn't so um that was sad and then my rose is well i've been working a lot because we had a bunch of events and stuff last weekend the last week and weekend and this week but what's good about it is that i'm getting paid a lot of overtime so i'm excited about that (laughs) um because i worked the entirety basically of last saturday um and since i had already worked more hours that previous week because we had two events um all of saturday will be considered overtime so i'm excited about that um yeah that's that's my rose (laughs) money 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 i do um i'll go next i guess um so Mm -hmm. my thorn honestly the last like couple weeks have been pretty good like honestly no not thorny (laughs) not thorny I will say like it's a good thing but like also like since I'm not used to being busy the fact that I've been fairly busy during the week is just tiring like it's only Wednesday and but I'm like I did things after work yesterday and Monday so I'm like it's only Wednesday (laughs) But it's 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 good that I'm doing things. Um, I guess one like thorn is that I went last weekend to the bookstore to get our October book club book, and it was out of stock. <laughs> no. I had checked like the day before, and it said it was like in stock, and I didn't think to check like the day of. But it's okay. I just bought other books <laughs> while I was there. <laughs> but um, I still need to buy that now. So, but that's fine um my rose is that last monday i went to a running club finally joined a running club um it's through like fleet feet and it's just like a mile south so last week it rolled up and i was of course early and it said online that like oh you meet outside but like there was no one outside and i kind of like walked around the block a tiny bit because i'm like i'm early and then I saw these other two girls go inside. So I followed them. And then turns out they're all of our first time. So we were all in it together. So that was good. And it turned out they Aww. were like meeting inside because they were doing some like demo. Um, but they usually meet outside. But I ended up chatting and running with this one girl who's 
like basically the same age as us um and she's actually running the chicago marathon this coming weekend so it's like good for you oh my god um didn't be me <laughs> um but it was good so i made a friend with her and while we were on our run she's like oh i want to get to get, like and she also like moved to chicago like less than a month ago and is already joining i'm like it's been a year and i'm finally joining but you know it's fine <laughs> um <laughs> ever go she- at their own pace <laughs> literally um, and figuratively yeah but she's like oh i want to have like some people like over for like a run and brunch thing like after the marathon like would you want to do that like while we're running i was like oh yes like that'd be so fun and then like somewhere we exchanged numbers after and like the next day or i think yeah like literally the next day she like texted like oh here's the information like if you're actually like interested and i was like wow like a proactive like my mouth is a gate because people like that don't exist so (laughs) um so i was like like, she sent us this cute little like poster thing and i was like wow okay mouth is still a gate exciting and then i went this monday too and she was there again so chatted with her again and ended up chatting with a new girl this week too and got her number but she was a little faster she's like i ran cross country in college i was like not that fast but <laughs> still uh still a contemporary girl and i chatted with contemporary? another contemporary is that is that the term for someone your age isn't it yeah, yeah i mean it's probably it fine i don't know or the first thing i thought of was like oh someone's like like, I don't know, I'm around too much art, so that's what I thought of. Contemporary art. Contemporary um, art. Yeah, living or occurring in the same time. Yeah, so, but then I actually ended up chatting with this other woman while we were running who's from Australia. So that was interesting, oh, that's too. Cool. So, we'll see. We'll see. Making friends and running, so I'm proud of myself for actually finally joining. So that's my rose. Did you say you're sore? I did it first. Oh, it's just so you're tired. (laughs) And that I didn't get my book. (laughs) Oh, I forgot. I had gotten up because I had to close the window, so I wasn't paying attention. Wow. We're too loud. Really important. Okay, sorry. Leanne, go ahead. (laughs) Thorn first. Okay, so my thorn just happened today. And I was sitting in a meeting. And I had another meeting after it. And while I was in this meeting, my mother sends me a text. For reference, she stayed home today because she wasn't feeling very well. So I got a text. And uh, for more reference, we did not have water this morning. So she said, I have good and bad news. The good news is that we have water again. I was like, great. The bad news is that I tested positive for COVID today. Oh, no. No. So I'm sitting I'm sitting in this meeting surrounded by people and I was just like, oh dear God, my mother <laughs> has COVID. I literally saw her this morning. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was just rough. Um, I did just get my COVID booster and the flu shot yesterday. Hopefully. Which isn't really helpful for room. like for like super R- close right to now. But anyway. But- <laughs> um I tested one of my roses though is that I tested when I got home and I'm negative currently. So um fingers, fingers crossed it sticks 
Um, but my other thorn related is that we then had to cancel our fun weekend plans. Um, because she can't leave the house for five days, basically. Yes. So, Bummer. um, what were you gonna do? We were gonna be going to this like hard cider place with um Emily's family. It's gonna be like oh. a joint thing, and we're gonna grab our grandmother or my grandmother and go. Um, and it was gonna be really fun. Um, but it is what it is, and I would rather not risk any exposure just yeah. in case I end up getting it. So, um, that's yeah. So that's my thorn. My rose is that um my job is going better yay i was worried i haven't cried in like a week yay yes (laughs) which is huge um and i had a lot of fun this past weekend at the fair that we go up to in new hampshire Mm -hmm. um i got this like super massive like super soft cozy blanket and it's my favorite thing um and yeah, so it's been pretty good okay. overall. Can't really complain. So yeah. Hey. Yay. <laughs> awesome. Okay. So um as Leanne mentioned, for sep- uh, September book we read All the Light You Cannot See by Anthony Dorr. Still don't know how to yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it was published in twenty fourteen, which I think makes it the like oldest, although it's oldest. not old at all. But we've read a lot of recent books, so this one I think is the oldest that we've read. Came out the the longest ago, um, which is interesting to think about. Um, which did help when I went to look for information. Well, it also helps that the book won the Pulitzer Prize, so there's a lot of stuff out there about it <laughs> for like characters and sense. discussion questions and stuff versus the other books that we read that are like what what is this <laughs> so um what is that was good but uh storygraph defines it as fiction historical literary emotional reflective sad and medium paced i like how sad paced. In there. you get like you get book. like emotional reflective and then you get sad sad <laughs> valid though yes, valid. <laughs> yeah. um so i can read the summary but Molly, maybe you want to say some names first before we start. do the do the characters. Yeah, so we'll do the characters and then I'll read the summary because I want to hear because I don't know if I pronounce things. I right. I also will admit I've read this like a couple weeks ago, so like I have to re remember what I said <laughs> in the mind. Slash some of these names I definitely just just read right by. I didn't read them. <laughs> Well, a lot of them are, um, like French, so French and German. You, but I don't speak French, so <laughs> or German, or German, or German. Yep. Okay. Barely so... English. About it. <laughs> okay. So, um, we have Marie Laurie Laure LeBlanc. Yeah, I don't you know. I Marie I, Lore. Yeah, I feel like that's how you probably it's say It's French, it. though, so it's, you gotta have the, like, eh, like, <laughs> I don't know, I feel like lore is... I, I In my head, I said Marie Lurie the whole time, even though that's definitely not <laughs> I right. I realize it's not, like, an IE, but you I probably think... can look it up if that's what Leanne's doing, because um, it's been ancient years since the books come out. <laughs> I really, though, think French, like, 
actually says like the e at the end okay i don't know that's just my guess i don't know i don't speak I, <laughs> I said it how i did but i thought it how leanne said it so yeah okay then we have um who wait oh, leanne, and- what did you find i'm looking at a video <laughs> and she's the main girl and she's blind Mm-hmm. That's her main characteristics. <laughs> that you wrote down. Oh. I figured we already knew everything about her, most likely. So no. that's what I wrote down. Okay, well, we'll okay. Get so back I should in. write he. I should write that this guy is sighted, just so we're not. <laughs> stigmatizing. Okay. Um. So according to this uh YouTube video on how to pronounce pronounce the name French style, <laughs> you kind of say. Marie is just Marie. Yeah. And then the A and the U sound like aw. So lore. 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 I don't know. Marie lore. Okay. Lore. But I just okay. said Marie lore because I was like, I like the rhyme. I still actually. like Marie Laurie. Yeah, me too. <laughs> Marie Laurie LeBlanc. <laughs> I feel like I also sometimes just was like, oh, it's Marie. Yeah. <laughs> Marie. Move it I just, I didn't Every single time I the last part. Marie Laurie. <laughs> yep. Okay. Marie. Then we have. Werner mm-hmm. Fenning. 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 I said Fenig. Fenning. I said Fenning, I think, but there's no ING. Yeah. But I'm guessing the P is silent. I think we all think the P is silent. Yeah, we got that right. <laughs> Good that job, part. team. And he's the main boy and he, he's sighted. He has sight. <laughs> um, um, then we have Reynold von Rumpel. Yeah, Reynolds. Yeah, mm-hmm. versus Renhold. <laughs> Renhold. Reynolds. Reynolds. Okay, he's the sick dying guy. Looking <laughs> for the jewel. Okay, you don't have to read my descriptions. That was just <laughs> for you. Well, doesn't he memory. have like cancer or something? Like that was what some, it was. Like yeah. Like oh, neck something wrong with his like, yeah, neck cancer or something. Like yeah, goiter kind of cancer. Yeah, he's got a lot of things wrong with him. Then we have mm-hmm. Daniel LeBlanc, who's Marie mm-hmm. Lore's father, mm-hmm. locksmith at the Museum of Natural History. Mm-hmm. Then we have Etienne. Ooh, that was a good job, Mo. Right? That's, that was my yeah. French right there. Etienne. <laughs> Etienne. Etienne. And that is um, Marie's Wait, great not, uncle. And Daniel's correct. Uncle, <laughs> why did I write Daniel's Daniel. father? I was uh, gonna not. I wasn't gonna say it out loud. That guy was. Thanks. Sorry. He and he. Um. His yeah. characteristic is that he has PTSD. <laughs> PTSD for more one. Yep. Then we have Madame Manak. Manek. Manek. Manak. I said manic, but. Again, that's just the American in me. Just... That must just be the Manic. American in me. I like that. That's just your phrase. It's yeah. just the American. I don't know. She is like the woman. The housekeeper. Like, or housekeeper maid at Etienne's house. Mm-hmm. Then we have Jetta. I love Jetta. Mm-hmm. Jetta. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Warner's little sister. Yep. Then we have Frederick. Oh, oh. Frederick. Frederick. I love Frederick. friend from school. Mm-hmm. Then we have Fra Elena. Froy, I think. Froy. That's, that's Froy. like in the uh, Sound of Music. Yeah, Froy. 
Elena. Seth German, right? German, Austrian, similar. Yeah. Elena. <laughs> read, read this description. <laughs> Woman who runs the home for orphaned children that Warner and Jetta grew up in. <laughs> Not wrong. You can tell us working really hard during lunch today. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Then mm-hmm. we have Professor Hotman. Hotman. Yeah. I think he said Hotman. Hot man. Hot man. And that's the American who's definitely not a hot man. No. Definitely not. I got a little more descriptive with my description of him. Professor who sees (laughs) promise and intelligence in Warner. (laughs) Nice. Good one. Then we have Frank Wolkheimer. Yeah. At school with Warner. Then they serve in the war together. Then we have burned, burn. <laughs> I feel like I kept saying Bernard, but it's definitely not that. Just burned or something. Burn, burned, burned. Another guy. They <laughs> served together. In. Another, another guy. guy. You you did not include a uh, Nukem One and Nukem Two. <laughs> no, oh, that was so funny. Were you Nukem? Like you're gonna nuke someone? I that's ha- Newman. Newman. I can't. Newman I don't remember one. what. I can't it's remember. Definitely not Nukem. I can't remember what. I what it actually is. This. I swear I copied Newman. This. Newman. It's Newman. Yeah, I copied this from Spark Notes, guys. They're not, not like Spark Notes. Yeah, it's Newman. N e u m a n n. Because I'm a single mom who works three jobs. Because these two don't do anything. I actually thought about starting it like like creating the doc like last week and then I was busy so I before we continue just as like yep. an aside but like could be shared in the podcast um for anyone with Spotify premium oh I saw this included within your premium membership oh, well, you now also days. you also get 15 hours of audiobook listening per month I did see that. Mm-hmm. That is exciting. What kind of audiobooks do they have on Spotify? They have pretty much any audiobook you could want. I'm looking currently at the romance, but like you can oh click phone. into the audiobook section and they have like all kinds. All kinds, all genres, that, and it. they're all immediately available. So love that. I will have to I saw that it was I did see that that was coming. Um, like happy places on here. I just started listening to an audiobook yesterday, so I have been meeting. I've been really bad lately. I like have been thinking. I'm like, oh, I need to like get a new audiobook audiobook to like listen to while I'm um yeah. walking and stuff. And I just like keep forgetting until I'm like actually walking out the door, and I'm like, hmm. so I have to they actually have like, sit books. down. Like, so many fine. good books. They have so many book of books. Isn't it crazy? Mm-hmm. They have like anything you could want, basically. It's 150,000 plus audiobooks that they have. So, wow. anyway, um, just wanted to make sure you were aware of that yes, cool new change that. that's included yeah, Mom, in Spotify. Yeah, I guess Spotify. we got to Spotify Premium too. So, yeah, I can get a. I have to. Oh, I will buy it with my Walgreens uh, rewards if I'm allowed to do that. Oh, buy a gift card? Probably. Yeah. That'd be good. I bought it of uh, the 
I just don't know if it if you can use the rewards on anything or not, but I can try. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, where were we? we had just uh, you're about to give us the summary. We're... <laughs> yep. We're just finishing up the character the names characters. and moving on. Okay. Uh, Marie Lore lives in Paris near the Museum of Natural History, where her father works. When she is 12, the Nazis occupy Paris and her and father... There's a typo there. And her father and daughter. Oh, and the father and daughter flee. And father and daughter flee. Don't that <laughs> okay. it makes sense? Sorry, good reads. Okay. Typo. I copied this. The father and daughter flee to the walled citadel of Saint Malo. Malo? Where Marie Lore, reclusive great uncle, lives in a tall house by the sea. With them they carry what might be the museum's most valuable and dangerous jewel. In a mining town in Germany, Werner Fenning, an orphan, grows up with his younger sister, enchanted by a crude radio they find that brings them news and stories from places they have never seen or imagined. Werner becomes an expert at building and fixing these crucial new instruments and is enlisted to use his talent to track down the resistance. Defyly interweaving... Definitely. (laughs) Definitely. Definitely. Definitely, definitely not to fight. Definitely interweaving the lives of Marie, Laura, and Werner. Door illuminates the ways against all odds people try to be good to one another. I did say before that I'm not too great at English, so. <laughs> Anyways, there's your summary complete with a typo by Goodreads, so. It's you not necessarily that. a typo, it's just like weirdly... It sounds weird, but I think it's actually grammatically correct. Yeah, you just... Like... When she is 12, the Nazi the occupy... <laughs> Nazis <laughs> occupy Paris and father and yeah, daughter... and father and daughter flee. Maybe supposed to be like a comma? But why yeah. in the same sentence do you have she, father, daughter, and then her name, too? Yeah, the right there's tense. like a mix of things going mm-hmm. on. Anyways. Um, <laughs> so... Why don't we start with our initial thoughts of the book, I guess? Yeah. I could start. Go for it. I picked out this book, I guess. Um, so, or, and I, well, I've always, I've wanted to read this book for a while. Um, but also because the author, um, is an alum where I work. So, um, <laughs> um, because every single person who, as an alum from wh- of where I work, it's like some rich, famous, accomplished something. <laughs> Every single person. Nice. Um, like the CEO of Netflix, or original CEO, creator of Netflix, went to where I work. That's crazy. Yeah. Anyways, um, so I liked it. Um, there were. It definitely was very different than, like, any of the books we have read this year, by far. Um, Just in the way it was written, I feel like, and with the short little chapters. um, And there was a lot of, like, like, the general story was good, but there was a lot of, like, extra very, like, literary speak, which sometimes was a bit much for me, because I'm not that intellectual so it doesn't really mean <laughs> <laughs> um and like sometimes i don't know it's it was hard to be like what are you talking about 
Um, but the general storyline I really liked. I liked the du- dual POV, if you will. <laughs> Technically, I guess. So. Um, yeah. And like tribe. What? Well, yeah, kind of because the other guy too. Yeah, I didn't like that they had his point of view, but um, I like the different storylines from like they're basically right the same age, Werner and Marie. About basically, yeah. So like, Marie's it's interesting to, to see... be like a year or two younger. Yeah, to see she's... how they both kind of go through the how the war impacts them in different ways, and how like they eventually come together in the end. I like that. Um, that's my general <laughs> thoughts. Leanne, do you want to go or should I? Sure. Um. I also liked it. I wouldn't say it was my favorite that we've read all year. It was, like you said, different than the other ones. But I also kind of feel like it was somewhat similar to, like, the Arsonist City and, like, The Vanishing Half is kind of, like, that kind of book is Literary. where I would put it. <laughs> yeah. Um, so of the three, it's not my favorite. But it was good. Um, I liked the characters um going through like the timeline was really interesting i thought um and i thought that the author did a really good job keeping me invested sometimes by like bringing us to like a certain point in one timeline and then like jumping back to like something else to kind of help you like lead up to that point again um so that was really cool um yeah it was it was a good book i think but like I said, not my favorite, but definitely good. I totally agree with like the sometimes it was like a bit much like literary wise. Mm-hmm. I sometimes tell myself like, you know, I don't know if you guys do this thing sometimes where you will like be looking at this massive paragraph, but your eyes will like skim over it to like the next time someone's like actually talking or like the next dialogue. Part. Like <laughs> Me, I, I, I do that. I found myself doing that, I think, a lot in this book. And like, I don't know how much of some of that like literary backgroundy stuff I actually skipped over because I was doing that not intentionally it's just like my eyes were drawn to like the dialogue so that's just Mm -hmm. what ended up happening quite a bit but um there was a lot going on um and it was it was interesting so yeah I don't know (laughs) yeah initial thoughts I agree with you both I felt similarly. I feel like I I liked it. It definitely wasn't my favorite, but I really enjoyed reading it. I liked the different timelines and the different point of views and how it all kind of was like woven together. And like you said, Leanne, the fact that it like kind of jumped back and forth at like kind of pivotal moments, I feel like really kind of pulled you in and kept going. I liked the short chapters. I felt like it was oh, very I the short easy to like. Well, I did. No, I liked them. It just was different than. Yeah, no, I'm just saying oh, I liked yeah. it. So and it was like, it was a good like, because you also then jumped like back and forth between the different characters a lot. I will say in the beginning, um, the um, Reynolds like um, point of view story at first, when I think I first read it, or maybe the second time I like got to his point of Wait, view. Wait, his I, point of view was in the beginning because I feel like I couldn't. I didn't remember reading it till the end. Like he sh- he shows up near the beginning, and I think I either the first time or the second time he it pops up. I like had to like re figure out. I'm like, oh wait, this is a different point of view because I thought it was like, oh, this is just like 
someone like professor or something at Warner school or something. And then I realized this was a completely different point of view. And that was definitely partially on me. The fact that I was just like skimming over people's names. So I wasn't putting together, but that definitely was confusing at points. What Rebecca? Um, no, sometimes I also had, cause they were short um, and not always like sometimes alternating, but not always. I sometimes had a problem with figuring out who it was and sometimes I'll have read a chapter from like Marie's point of view and then be reading Werner and then be confused that he could see because I thought it was Marie. That's pretty funny. And then I was like, wait. And then I was like, oh my God, it's Werner's point of view. So that sometimes was hard with them being short to like keep track of whose point of view. I mean, obviously then there were distinct qualities that made it like this is the timeline and setting of the character, but. Sometimes initially I would be like, wait, what is happening? Who can mm-hmm. see? Who can mm-hmm. see? <laughs> but no, yeah. But overall, I like really liked like all the characters. I felt like were very well, like written well, and you really were invested in them. I definitely also kind of sometimes skimmed over all the literary part. <laughs> like it was yeah. interesting, but it, like you just like had to like focus on it more than, and I was like more invested in the storyline. I yeah, definitely sometimes did. Sk- not I didn't skip over it, but I didn't take in the literary stuff as much as the plot because I was more interested in the like plot and the characters. So that kind of went was like the secondary level of the book mm-hmm. that like I guess if you were like to read it again, that's the kind of thing that you would then like maybe pick more up on if you were rereading it. But mm-hmm. overall, yeah. enjoyed reading it. Mm hmm. So we did mention the whole like jumping around with the timeline, like in addition to the point of view of the characters. Um, Mm -hmm. what are people's thoughts on the timeline? Like how it started with like not present. I really like that it started with the like. Yeah, I liked how it started with like the end of the book kind of like obviously there was stuff that happened after the like end but like the Mm -hmm. fact that it like kind of set the scene and you kind of had something to like not necessarily look forward to but like you work towards and see like okay when are these characters gonna come together and when is it all gonna be put together one thing that this is like kind of a sidetrack but the fact that the they in the very beginning they have marie with like having this jewel stone mm-hmm. like with the bombing and everything it i when i first read that it made me think that she had known and like had this stone for like years and then you get to the end of the book and you realize that she found out about the stone like the day before mm-hmm. and i like i mm-hmm. felt like it was not that it really made that much difference to the story, but it made me it I thought that she knew the like significance and like was so like guarding the stone for like years. Yeah. Like, and then her I was, like dad oh, left. she just found it. Yeah. That is a good point. I don't think I they didn't put that together, but like I don't think I thought that way. Oh, oh. Um Yeah. But not that it really changed the story. I was just a yeah. comment. That yeah, I, had. I, I did like the jumping around. Sometimes when it jumped back, like there was the 
the end timeline in a sense i'll say and then it jumped back to like work towards that sometimes it was confusing trying to figure out like the dates and stuff oh yeah i flipped back out, like, how old she's supposed to be because obviously like the original flashback and then they it, there was years from that so then it kind of got closer to the other one um mm-hmm. and then obviously like sometimes yeah. years would pass by faster in certain parts of the book and stuff so that was interesting um and it almost was more it, it was easier to follow the time jumps with warner i feel like because he had more of like a distinct like this is what he's doing um versus mm-hmm. her because her life was more the same throughout the years besides and like, even just like the significant moment that her dad left but then after that her daily life was the same for a while so it was harder Mm -hmm. to keep track of when it was and what was happening um but and i guess i'll jump ahead just because we're talking about the timelines um to the fact that it jumps to the present and the or the present much more in the future at the end 2014 what are your guys thoughts about that um i thought it was kind of cool um it was kind of like I feel like part of the part of the reason for this book was kind of like to reflect on the past, right? Mm-hmm. And so I thought it was a nice way to kind of show the characters even reflecting on like what happened in the story or at least Marie, I guess was the only one really who who did that. But it was nice to see like her in the future and like seeing that she did end up having like a happy life despite everything that she kind of went through mm-hmm. so I thought that was neat yeah I agree I kind of I liked how it it like tie also like kind of tied up some other like questions that you had and the fact that it it linked back up um Marie and Judda, which I really, or not back up, but like link those those two storylines yeah. back mm-hmm. together, which I yes. really enjoyed. I liked the the way they had them like linked together through um Warner's stuff that um mm. Volcom Volkheimer yeah um, got. I will say that part was slightly confusing yeah. and how it ended up in like the u.s and then came back and yeah that was like the fact that like the they knew it was his but didn't know like how did they connect to volkheimer but not know it was his was like slightly confusing on the fact all Mm -hmm. that but if you disregard the like logistics i liked how he ended up with this stuff and like brought it to judda and then judda like eventually connected to marie i like how mm-hmm. the flash forward allowed that kind of connection yeah i like that too um there was something i was gonna say when you were talking but yeah i think just that i that they connected back up again at the end the stories like crossed again in a sense um but when it kept skipping ahead in the future at the end mall all i could think about was like how it felt very similar to atonement <laughs> um, um and that it skips ahead well kind of similar in a multiple senses in that it is like two different point of views and one of the point of views like the guys at war 
in a sense and the other Mm -hmm. one's not and then it skips ahead to the end like a lot in the future in these different increments in the Mm -hmm. same way and i was like oh my god this is so similar um in that sense to um atonement so that's what i thought of um but i liked it um i also thought it was interesting that you saw uh volkheimer's like life like post-war because you don't really ever think about like nazis like living life post after being a nazi Mm -hmm. Mm so it was like an interesting view of his character and like the life he was living Mm -hmm. that is because you're like kind of like made to feel a little bit bad for him I feel yeah, like at like, the end. Yeah. Um but him and Warner him and Werner, I think you're just Yeah. You're supposed you, to kind of feel for. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because you kinda like the point of like Warner's point of view, like a big part of it was the fact that it's like he's signed up and like is doing this thing, but is always like is this isn't really right, but like you kind of mm-hmm. forced into it and like in a way brainwashed into thinking it's okay but he's still sort of like i don't really want to do this but then he like even tries to leave and they're like ha good luck with that yeah yeah and then that's interesting because it's hard to look at any kind of war but especially world war ii and think of like anyone who was like a nazi or anyone not being like a really bad person but obviously there were people who and like this story is made up, but um probably it's, there were it's definitely based people in truth though. Yeah, yeah. Um mm-hmm. that there were people who like didn't have a choice to join. Like that's like their only way to survive was to join the Nazis and the quote like bad people. Um, but like that they truly didn't believe that. But then after the war they probably they had the same like everyone kind of hated them because they were like well you were on that side like that means you're a bad person and like it's probably hard to to defend yourself in that sense so it's interesting to think about that perspective um yeah um i'm trying to think of some other parts of the book that stood out to me um what did you guys think of um the uncle the great uncle I really liked his character. I felt like it was an interesting kind of connection between, like, a post-war already. Like, he's, like, struggling since from World War One, But, like, the fact that he really becomes such a good, like, father-grandfather-like figure to Marie is, like, really sweet. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The fact that, like when we first kind of hear about him like he's made to seem like this crazy dude who like is just holed up in his room and like part of that is like kind of true right like he was in his room a lot of the time but like he I think also develops a lot as a character Mm -hmm. um specifically when Marie is there and after her dad leaves and she has like no one else besides him and Madam, what's her name? Manic, manic, right? Manic, manic, whatever her name was. Um, so she really doesn't have 
anyone else. And he kind of grows into this very supportive um, person for her. And I thought that was really sweet to see. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I liked him, too, and his journey. And it's interesting, Mal, you said about the, like, he's, like, recovering from one war as they're entering another. Um, But I think that, like, her, their, the fact that the war started and that Marie and her father ended up at his house was, like, a good thing for him. Because mm-hmm. if that didn't happen, who knows, like, if he ever would have, like, made steps towards, like trying to make his life better so i feel like their presence despite it being caused by war like helped significantly helped his character mm-hmm. like i also in a new think way. it's like interesting how he obviously after um manic dies he decides to like take over the like um spy Resistance. resistance that sort of like resistance, resistance. <laughs> resistance. <laughs> efforts resistance. and doing the whole radio and everything like that which obviously becomes crucial in the warner marie connection in the end mm-hmm. this is true yeah so let's talk about the radio then so um did did you guys like put that together before it was mentioned in the book or um did you figure that out as you were reading that part? Like, like you mean the fact that Werner was listening and like that it was like they had listened to her oh, that they had listened I, to her uncle. I I don't I think did, I did put that together. I don't know if I did. <laughs> I don't think I did. But I wasn't necessarily, that wasn't, like, one of the main things that I think I was paying attention to. Mm-hmm. It just took kind of, like, a back seat for me. And then when they were like, oh, yeah, we listened to this, like, guy <laughs> teaching us about all this stuff. I was like, oh! oh and it was, like, a moment that I had. But I didn't put it together beforehand. But <laughs> I did. I don't, I don't remember when, but I did. Like, it wasn't right away. But I did was like, oh, wait, that's, like, that's the same can, that's got to be the same radio. <laughs> mm-hmm. Right? Like, I should have connected the dots, but I didn't connect yeah. it. So. It was it was really interesting that that um, Werner and his clan of people, like, their job was to use, like, the radio signals and stuff to, like, find people. Um, that obviously is probably true for, like, that's how, like, they found people. Um, but I not I don't think I've read about that in any other learning about World War Two. Um, so that's an interesting like different um type of war. Yeah, type of war in a sense. And um con- honestly like really sad because like all they did was just like find these people who were using a radio, which is like they're trying to like have some kind of enjoyment. Well, and then some of, of them were definitely people- broadcasting like Okay, yeah, that too. The but like, things, like but, the poor, not bad like things, the mom but... in the when they were in that like abandoned town kind of, and then the mom. Oh, that was did. depressing. Well, that I had so something sad. to say. The I wrote, I even wrote this in Storygraph, but even before the girl dies, mm-hmm. the fact that they specifically comment the fact that she's wearing a red coat, I was like, this is Schindler's List. This little girl is gonna die. Yeah. Um, that and was I saw that comment, it. and I was like, oh. <laughs> 
And then she did. R.I.P. Um, so that was that was sad though. And the fact that like Warner's like really like horrified over the fact that like he like directly pointed mm-hmm. to them. Yeah, like that's Especially. gotta be a hard and he's so young too. Like that's so hard to deal with the fact that yeah, like, he's like eighteen. You are like the one who are the connecting end. these dots to then have these people be killed. Like you might not actually be doing the killing, but like you are in the mental sense of it. Yeah. Um and what else? That brings women? us to the fact that um at the end when they do end up at St. Mallow mm-hmm. and Warner very much like hears the radio mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. doesn't say anything. Which is also interesting. Like obviously I like it makes sense and like I feel like that's like his attempt to redeem himself. Mm-hmm. But, but I said that the fact somewhere. that the none of the other like Nazis or like not necessarily their group, but like anyone else In like general like doesn't like suspect that they like still can't find it and they know it exists like right yeah. around seems a little but i guess they all got other things they're trying to figure out and honestly at that point like the war was like ending though yeah right like like we're in other areas like liberated. it's about to be like normandy yeah august 1944 so yeah well june i thought i thought june well, Wasn't they talk about in June sixth or something. D Day. They talk about how Newman whatever dies there. June sixth. I was right, guys. Already happened. So it's before June. Well, they. But then that's. Well, but, they, but then they leave. But they're there. And then stuff before. happens after. They get to Saint Malo before Normandy. Ah. Uh. In a like, because Nor Newman is there. With mm-hmm. them and then leaves and then they get sent out. It's around that time. Yeah, yeah, June six forty four. This when Normandy happened. Um, and so yeah, so then and then they get stuck in that basement. I'm just talking along Werner's point of view here. Um, mm-hmm. and they're stuck for a while, and then he turns the radio on though. He get, fixes it. He fixes it, and yeah. then what you call it? listens to it too volkheimer 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 give them all nicknames um and then i read a question i think i have here that was like oh he that's like when he started listening to it he decided to like we gotta get out of here we gotta bust ourselves out of this um and it was like that was like their hope yeah Mm -hmm. like there was Um, someone out there yeah yeah and like that's probably where he was like, okay, like we can do some good, like out of all this bad that we've done. Um, which is, yeah, this is one of the questions is why do you think Werner was so determined to rescue Marie Lore? Did how did he reclaim his humanity by doing so? Hmm. I feel like that's an interesting question. I feel like to a degree, he probably he it was like the one thing he had some control over that he could then once they got out like he had the power to go and 
try to save her when he really, since he was recruited to the Hitler youth, he hasn't really had any say over like what he is allowed to do. Mm-hmm. Oh, there was a, oh, I didn't copy that question, but there was a question about like, um, oh, I wish I wrote it down, but it was something someone said. Maybe it was Frederick, but I'm not sure. Was like, oh, you think you still like oh, own your life? I have that quote highlighted. Yes, Hold yeah. On. Can you find that, please? Oh, yes, um, I know the quote you're talking about. Because that directly he relates said, to all what you're saying about like um, your, your problem. He says your problem, Werner, is that you still believe you own your life. Mm-hmm. That one. And Frederick said that. Yeah. Okay. Frederick. Um, yeah, I know. Don't don't get me started on Frederick. Frederick. Frederick was one of my favorite characters. Yeah, me too. I mean his birds. His birds. Yeah. And he's just this precious little boy. Like I know. And like he's a good example because like of with him and Werner, because they both obviously had the same ideals of like this is bad, like we shouldn't be doing this. Like I but like Werner was like, I'm gonna keep my head down because that's how I can survive. And Frederick was like, I'm going to fight for what I believe in and obviously that didn't end up very good but um yeah the poor guy I mean, lived in the like, end just in like a vegetable not really though like yeah. I'm just like he has like no no brain Mm-mm. power at all no. really. what ended up happening to him like other people just like beat him up to like basically the brink of death and somehow like yeah. I thought he was dead on rattled his brain I thought he was dead when the mom came to get him. I thought she was like I thought she was getting his stuff. Well, yeah, but no, he just was like he just was basically a shell of a human being for the Mm -hmm. rest of his life, living with his mom. Yeah, Mm -hmm. and the fact that one of them sent the picture of the bird. Yeah, the book, and I was just like, aww. And the mom even tried to like be like, "Oh, look, it's the birds," and he just yeah, didn't that's care sad. anymore. Yeah, that was really sad when he uh, left. Um, and I was also equally as sad when Werner died. <laughs> All right, I was also sad when I Werner died. Was reading, so I finished reading this during lunch at work the other week, and no one was in the room because I often eat lunch by myself, but um. I like out loud. I was like, "Oh no, don't!" <laughs> I was like, what? "I didn't think he was actually gonna like." I, no. I going into the book and like as we went through the book, I knew that a lot of of the storylines were not gonna end happy. Like, I knew the father yeah. was never gonna reappear. Oh like, yeah, that no. was a given. Like, there's no way he's reappearing. Um, and I'm like, other people are gonna die. Like that tracks. Yeah. But I like you get to the end and you're like it's the war is over mm-hmm. and he's like in like this hospital mm-hmm. tent thing i don't even know exactly where he was and you're like okay you he's, think he's gonna be okay you think he's gonna be okay and i will say i'm like still like confused exactly what happened he just like, like left the hospital and like stiffed in a landmine yeah, yeah like like why was, was there a landmine trying to, like was he trying to kill himself no i don't think he was no, I, I think he think was still so. like delirious from being like sick yeah but then no one is what it seemed like from leaving 
No, there was. There's the Sid, some American. They have that point of view briefly. Oh, an American looks over and sees this guy like walking delirious out of the tent and trying to stop him, but then it's too late. There's literally that line. I don't know. I think I do know your, but it just seemed like, but he was also, I don't know, it was just so sad. Because they used to have the point, they had the, I think, Volkheimer said when they were trapped like under the building, like something about like, oh, like think of your sister. And I was like, I just want Wait, him here. to be reunited with his sister. And he ready? was never dead. Across yep, the field. Same. Ready? Across the field, an American watches a boy leave the sick tent and move against the background of the trees. He sits up. He raises his hand. Stop. He calls. Halt. He calls. But Werner has crossed the edge of the field where he steps on a trigger landmine set there by his own army three months before and disappears in a fountain of earth. Oh, yeah. Yeah. RIP. So sad. I know it was really sad, upsetting. Wait, if you're there, does I the one thing going back to his stuff? I thought he had his stuff with him, but obviously he left it somewhere else, like in the tent. Yeah, because if it exploded, like it would have. Yeah, because I thought he had it too, and I was like, wait, does he have the stone? Because then he wouldn't. Well, that's have died. The, I feel like that's he didn't the even next... have it. He had the key in the. I thing. feel like that's the next uh, topic of conversation is the stone. Yes. Yes. It was a very interesting, kind of like seemingly out of the blue thing that was just like carrying on throughout the story. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> like the rest and then, of it like, could have been like real, but then yes. there was the stone. And then like the whole like the whole like cancer thing and like thinking the stone was gonna like Reynolds. fix that save his and life. Then, like, and then, like, him spending his whole life, like, or the whole time he was there, like, just trying to find the real stone and, like, figuring out that there were, like, three copies of it and, like, not the real. And it was just, like, a, it almost seemed unnecessary sometimes. I was, where about I was to like, say that. I just want to get back to, like, Werner. Or I just want to get back to Marie. Like, I don't care about this old man with cancer dying yeah. looking for this jewel. Yeah. Like, I think the only important thing that ever really happened with him and, like, looking for the stone was just the emphasis on, like, how much stuff the Nazis got from all of the people that they killed mm-hmm, and, mm-hmm. like, him going through all of the different, like, jewels and rings and, like, all of that kind of stuff. That was, like, a really sad point where I was like, mm-hmm. oh, my God, like, I can't even imagine the sheer number of things that they took from all of these people mm-hmm. but like the stone itself i was like okay whatever i don't know um, that was just me though yeah this is the question that i found that we can keep talking about the stone but it says let's talk about the significance of the sea of flames jewel do you believe it did hold those powers or do you think it was supposed to represent something more about human nature do you believe that marie and her father had the real jewel the entire time oh definitely you knew from yeah. the minute he took that stone that he had the real stone. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Because that made the story. Mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. the stone obviously made Marie's storyline. Like, mm-hmm. without the stone, like, her and her father probably would have stayed in Paris or gone Paris. somewhere else, mm-hmm. or at least his father would have then left again. Yeah. So, like, mm-hmm. at that point... I felt like the stone was important. And then in this end, 
the fact that this guy was trying to hunt her down to get the stone then brought her and Warner together. But the idea that the stone had these like magical powers was like a bit of a stretch. Like, I'm not sure why that was like, that wasn't really needed for the storyline. No, because it could have been highly sought after, even if it didn't have the powers. Yeah, like it's this right. really it was like a hundred and something carat diamond. Like, yeah, hello? literally. So yeah, I don't know. I feel like I kind of believe the whole powers thing, and kind of the beginning because I think that they said that like da- Daniel had it or something, and like someone else in his family died or whatever, and then Marie went blind, and I was like, oh, that's the scene. That but fire. he didn't but, have like, the stone then. When she went the stone blind, was just at the museum yeah, until they the museum. left. Because I was like, oh, that's like why all these bad things are supposedly happening to everyone but him. But honestly, yeah, the power, I don't know. I feel like that's, it's an interesting aspect of the story. I knew the Um, stone was hidden in the house, though. Like, oh, I guess never mind. You knew that from the beginning. That was actually. Yes, that was like in the first. (laughs) That was actually, we read that. (laughs) Actually, I read that. Um. But, yeah, it's interesting, Leanne, how you said, like, oh, it's it's eye-opening to see, like, oh, they looted all these people's stuff, and, like, that's all they cared about, mm-hmm. is these jewels and these gems and stuff. So, like, in the question, it says, oh, does it say more about human nature? Like, for sure about this Reynolds guy. He's like, oh, this is, like, I'm important, like, I need this because I, like, am a German guy, and, like, I'm... It's gonna save my life. Save my life. I feel like... The life he kind of, he kind of almost shows like the complete opposite of like Werner, where like Werner is doing it and he knows it's bad and he feels bad about it, but Reinald just like doesn't care. He's in it for himself, so he's like, he's he's kind of I think there to show like what could have happened to some of these boys who joined, you know the. I don't know, join the troops without mm-hmm. even having that kind of like sense of like this is this is bad, this is the wrong thing to be doing. Um which is interesting. Yeah. Because like when he died, I was like, thank God. Yeah. When Werner died, I actually mm-hmm. felt bad. Like yes, it just exactly. it's very like and like his character like is, is totally made to be like that bad guy of like, you know, you're not supposed to like him and it's for a good reason. And then I don't even know. It's just very interesting how yeah. his his whole character. I will say, but I will say thing, I was happy when he died. Yes, I will say the one thing that I was confused about was the fact that, like, I liked how she was like, "Oh, I have to put this like, like I want to put the house like in the ocean area," but then she just gives Warner the key. Warner I the literally key. missed that. I missed that in the story. So I was like, wait, when did she give him the key? I was kind of confused. Like when they like part ways, he yeah. gives him the key. And I'm like, why did she go all through this effort of like, I gotta hide the mm-hmm. house in this thing and then gives Warner the key. And then obviously Warner then goes and takes the house. You find out later, which I really did like the fact that he then took the stone out of and put it back. And put I didn't realize that either. <laughs> I just missed all that. So well, they say that at the very end when home. Marie gets the um house, house back, back and opens it up and it's a stone, or not the stone, it's the key. It's the key. And they have this, a couple lines about how the 
stone is with the algae and the snails in the water. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. The snails. What? Yeah, the stone. Yes. <laughs> yes, I do like but that. But I'm like, that- why did she go through all that effort to, like, she could have just given the house to Warner. <laughs> yeah. 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 But. Mm, that is interesting. Um, I was gonna say something. Forgot. Um, oh, kind of switching gears for a second. Um, or if we're done talking about the stone, um, yeah. What do you think the significance is of Marie being blind? Oh, and the whole all the light we cannot see meaning. Well, that and just like that part, yeah, into the story as well. Um. Well, I feel like the fact that radio becomes the, like, connection is mm-hmm. interesting because that's, like, obviously you don't need to Auditory. see mm-hmm. hear a radio. Yeah, I didn't think of that. That's a good point. Um, but I don't really I know. <laughs> no, I don't know. Say someone else has something else to add. Um, yeah, I thought it was interesting. Yeah, I didn't put together the radio thing, but, um, I liked, it was to reading from their different point of views, because when you get her point of view, it's written obviously slightly different because things are, like, described in a different way. So Mm -hmm. I feel like you could Mm -hmm. almost, like, be in their shoes differently or, like how you visualized where she lived was different because you're visualizing it through her other senses versus like what she is seeing because like you don't really get until like Werner comes to St. Mallow or whatever you don't really get what it looks like because you don't get that point of view mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So the only was, description we really get is like her looking at the model. Yes, which oh, I love the model. Thought the model, the model is so really cool. cool. Super cool. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I had written that down. But and it's interesting because like when she describes, she has a, a lot of like she loves the ocean and things like nature outside. And it was really interesting to um hear her like describe how she got places like okay this many storm drains and like this way and whatever Mm -hmm. and like her working up and like even when they're back in Paris too when she first starts to like go blind how her father helps her gain like independence Mm -hmm. you don't need me to get to these places like you can get there yourself you understand where you are like okay I'm not going to tell you he would bring her somewhere and make her get back home and I really like that perspective of not like, oh, you're blind now, like you need someone to help you. But like you're young and like you have a life ahead of you. So like here's how I can help you gain independence and gain like perspective on the world. And she he gives her the books to read and she reads and all this stuff. So I feel like um in the sense like that like she I don't know. That it was, it all kind of add like worked out together in an interesting way or whatever. I don't know. Is this and that and that thought, but um, Leanne, did you have a thought about that? that... The title of the book. Yeah, yeah. No, I feel like I, I don't know. I totally agree with what you said. I also like you know for a good 
portion of the book, I think Werner is, well, maybe not a good portion, but like some of the book, he's like stuck underneath the crumbling hotel. Mm-hmm. And the only thing that's like getting him through is the radio that he can hear Marie on. Oh, and, and so I wonder if there too. Yeah, and some and of that. that they're both like, blind. Like they can't they're both see. blind, mm-hmm. and he can't like all the light we cannot see. Like she, maybe Marie was like the light for him to kind of push forward and like move on through, and like get out from the situation. I like that. That's a lot. kind of where I took it, but it doesn't obviously that doesn't apply for like the whole book. So I don't know, but that's kind of where I, yeah, where I took it. I think I think of it as like I really like that perspective, um, and how that at the end, like Werner in that position kind of puts them, puts his life in perspective of like how she, Lives how her, her life whole is. Life, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. but I also feel like it's interesting to think about the title and the concept of like all the the smaller different connected stories of like a war and like maybe mm-hmm. the things that you don't immediately read about because I think I remember reading something about the author and um people telling him like oh you're gonna like there's so many books out there about World War II like you're gonna write another one and like what's yeah. gonna set your book apart from the other ones so it's interesting to be like okay what are these stories that maybe we're not told these just like two individuals and how what the war had impact on their lives and how then they connected together um and how can that be important in this large big story of an aspect of our history and stuff um so i like that in connection with the title Hmm. i agree should we do any thoughts i was gonna say um a note in my to the concept of the wooden city and Marie being blind I wrote an interesting way to take blindness but not make it a hurdle in life mm. it was like really empowering for her because mm-hmm. yeah it yeah gave her that freedom exactly. that she otherwise wouldn't have had mm-hmm. so it was really cool also just like the concept of someone spending that much time just to help you know a family yeah. member like mm-hmm. be independent he in really that way like going through such her. a thing like mm-hmm. it was like really heartwarming but which made obviously her, her her dad leaving and like never coming back like that much harder mm-hmm. like I felt really really bad because I was like oh my god this man like loved his daughter so much that he mm-hmm. made not one but two models of like the towns that they lived in so that his blind daughter could move around them safely and like figure her own way around and now he's never gonna come back like but the models were super, super cool. They were probably one of my favorite things of the whole book, which is, like, kind of dumb to say because, like, it's just these, like, models. But it was, like, it was just really cool. There was, there was so, They ended up being, especially since the stone ended up being, like, in the model, like, it really, like, tied it all together and was such an important part of the whole story. Uh, One thing I wanted to say before we give our final ratings and stuff um, was I just remembered, even though I remembered before, um, but there's a limited series about the book coming out in November, I think, yeah, on Netflix. So it'll be really interesting to see how it's portrayed on the screen. Um, I was about, I was about to say the same thing. I meant to watch the trailer. trailer came out yesterday, yesterday, right? I think, and I actually yeah. watched it. I haven't watched it yet, but I will um, watch it after this. Which was interesting. Um, from the my first watch, it definitely looks like it's 
different but which is obvious like it's going to be but I'll be interested to see how they actually do it but I like that it's going to be a series because you kind of get because there's so much that happens in the book and like I feel like if you put it into like a two-hour movie like you would be really getting rid of a lot of stuff so I hope the fact that it is a series will allow it to be able to still show a lot of the book but we'll be interested to see what it actually mm-hmm. is but the one thing I did know is that the main the girl or the woman whatever who plays Marie is actually visually blind oh that's super they, cool. like I read that they like really were like we want someone who is blind and like this woman like never acted before and this is like oh, her wow. first like doing and everything that's so, so cool that's very Found cool that too. oh wait i did see that i don't very think i watched impressive. the trailer but i watched like a clip or something that said newcomer or something introducing yeah. and then the actress's name no but um, i read they like looked all like for they wanted someone who was gonna be blind so that's really interesting and like- obviously like they're gonna they're gonna like be speaking in english or no yeah i that's what mm-hmm. i read like, read some comment on the trailer that was like oh I kind of wish it was in like French and German but like Mm -hmm. it is going to be in English which is like interesting because that's another thing when like Warner and Marie finally connect it's like Mm -hmm. there is somewhat of a language barrier language barrier that like like, sort of get while you're reading but you're still reading it in English as well so it's like Mm. that's very interesting to think about because like yeah you're reading it but then, like, she speaks French and he speaks German, and then they do have the interaction, and, like, to you, it's all in English, but to them, like, they are trying to, like, communicate in other ways. Because they don't understand yeah. each other's languages fully. Um, yes, I'll have to watch the trailer after we finish recording, but I wanted to mention that. Um, so, do we want to do our ratings? We all give it the same rating. Yeah, <laughs> did. Um, does anyone gonna give their? I guess we said our um reasons. Yeah, I feel like before. we went through a lot of our reasoning. Um, but I did give it a four out of five because there's definitely me too a lot that I liked, but we we kind of touched on like mm-hmm. it wasn't our favorite for various reasons. So I don't think we really need to mm-hmm. rehash what we have talked about, but definitely would recommend it as yes. like, a, mm-hmm. and I feel like. I really do enjoy reading books about World War II. <laughs> Which I don't know. Like it's yeah. well, a lot of to read about, but it's just like there's still like it's an it's a very interesting point in history and there's just like so much like as we said, like this book is like a new telling of something mm-hmm. in World War Two that like you haven't really learned about. Yeah. Um, so I enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Do we want to try to like rank it among the other ones we've read, or not really? Because it's I feel like it's hard. Different. Yeah, oh, I would. I was gonna be able in... to rate it. You would okay. or wouldn't? I would. I could. I think. Then you go first. Yeah, I, don't I think so. The only the only ones that I'm going to rate it against are, um. The Vanishing Half, mm-hmm. um, Arsonist City, and maybe Tomorrow and Tomorrow and Tomorrow. 
which mm-hmm. obviously we already know tomorrow and tomorrow, tomorrow dead last yeah. dead last um i think i still liked the vanishing half more than this one but this one would be second and then the arsonist city so of those four that's yeah. my order huh yeah i don't know where i would that's interesting to think of those four yeah obviously tomorrow tomorrow and tomorrow's last um then yeah i don't know because i really liked the arsonist city and i feel like i liked that more than this one in some sense i feel like this one if it didn't have a lot of the extra stuff in it, stuff that we talked about in well, it that's why i would have liked it more that's my one thing mm-hmm. like part of the reason i rated it for is because i don't necessarily think it needed as much as it had because even though the chapters were short it was still like a 500 something plus mm-hmm. page yeah. book which realistically probably could have been like closer to 450 or less if we had taken out some of the other extra literary i wonder that i ended up skipping over anyway it did re it did win the pulitzer prize so i wonder if like you're just like more experienced in life or something then you like understand that part more (laughs) or like you just like that type of book more like, there's tons of different books, so it's just, I think it's just a different book than even the ones that we're kind of ranking it against. It's it's more mm-hmm. literary, if we want to use that word, but mm-hmm. I think it's I would just, probably rate it the same yeah. as you, Leanne, though. I think, yeah, if I had to. I don't know, I have a hard time rating those three. Like Arsenal City, Vanishing Half, and this one. But maybe I probably put Vanishing Half first. And then I don't know, between the other two, tied in the middle. Um, but interesting to think about. And uh okay, shout out any other books you've read or things you've watched recently. Um, I just read Things We Left Behind which is the third book in the Knock em Out series by Lucy Score, which is cool. like the final book in the st- kind of standalone trilogy, but it's really a trilogy. I think it's more. It like, is it like is more of a trilogy. Standalone, but they're, it's way more interconnect- interconnected than I think some other like kind of standalone interconnected series are. Um, but I very sure. much enjoyed it. I think it was probably my favorite one of the three. Oh, I'm so excited to read that book. Oh, so I still haven't. Highly recommend. <laughs> um, I've actually read another book recently. Um, I read it in two days because it was a short UC read. <laughs> and I started it at work on Saturday and I read 120 pages. Um, but it's called Same Time Next Summer. And my cousin's girlfriend also gave it to me. That's where I borrowed the all the light you can see. I'm just borrowing books. Um, but it was like more of like a summer romance book, but it was fun. It was like you know two different point of views. It was the concept is like a first love, and then you kind of separate, and then you, they kind of come back together, and so it was interesting. Um, and like a two different time period lines too, which I liked. But um, yeah, it was fun. Nice like easy read, which I liked. So um, I did read that recently. 
We'll love to see it. Oh, and it's by um, um Annabelle Monaghan. Annabelle. Hmm. Haven't heard of that one, but I'm always down I've never for heard of it either. <laughs> read. Um, I am still working on <laughs> Kingdom of Ash, the last book in the Throne of Glass series. The one that you to be said fair, gonna, was it the one you said you were going to finish before you started this one? <laughs> yes. However, this book is a thousand plus pages or a thousand ish pages and all that we cannot see is 500 plus pages and the month was going by fast and I was like I can't I can't do it especially (laughs) because work was so awful Mm -hmm. that I would get in bed to read and I would literally fall asleep reading to the point where my kindle would fall on my face and wake me up and I was like okay I need to really like actually go to bed so um, it didn't end up working out that I finished. I didn't finish it before I started the book club one because I wanted to finish. I wanted to, but it didn't happen. So, um, I'm still reading that one. However, I'm actually on chapter 68 of 120. <laughs> so, oh my God, I can't. they're really, they're long chapters, but like things are actually picking up now. And I'm, because my job is going better, I can actually like stay awake and read for a bit longer every night. So um, that's what I'm currently reading. I will be finishing this book before we start next this month's book club book because mm-hmm. absolutely not am I doing this again where I'm waiting a whole other month. Um, I think I would actually die. But <laughs> so that's I'm, that's what I'm reading. Stay tuned. And see then, plans around next month. <laughs> yeah, we'll see if I hold true to my word. I think I will. Um, I have a long weekend for columbus slash indigenous people's day we're gonna call it indigenous people's day because fuck columbus yep. um <laughs> so but i have monday in off maine, it's and a, so i'm hoping is uh it's not columbus day in maine anymore it's like yeah it's listed on google calendar it's, it's listed as both day. yeah it's really weird but um so i have a long weekend and now that i'm not like going out and doing things because my mom has covid um i will be reading a lot, I hope. Yeah. So that's what I've been reading. And then I haven't really been watching much. I did actually watch the last season of Sex Education all the way through. Yes, we yeah, have to recently. discuss that post-pod. <laughs> we do but... <laughs> have to discuss that. Um, And then I also have been watching my trashy reality show, Love is Blind. They just started season five of that. And it has got to be like the trashiest and dumbest season yet. So I'm loving my life every Friday when more episodes come out on that one. Nice. I but, was going yeah, to mention how... um, sex education. So I'm glad that you brought it up because I was going to say I watched that. Yes. And I was curious yes. whether you had watched it yet. So we'll have to discuss. Um, but yeah, I haven't really watched anything else recently, I feel like. Oh, the mm. last... um. I have to watch the last, last episode, episode of, of Only, Only Murders. Murders came out mm-hmm. yesterday. Yeah, I'm going to watch I don't it. Know, I haven't watched it yet, but I need to do that. And, and I they just renewed it for the fourth season. I actually thought that it was like they said and the third season was going to be the last season. Me too. I don't know why. But now it's got a fourth season, so. Um, <laughs> Leanne, have you watched the movie um, Love at First Sight on Netflix? But the people who meet no. on the airplane? Very no, it's very. Cute. I've been, I've been meaning to. The last one that I watched, 
on Netflix, like a good romance, was Happiness for Beginners. Oh, that's what it was called. Was I've good? heard good things. I haven't. It was good. It nice. was good. I would recommend that one, but I have not seen uh, Love of First Sight that yet. Cute. That's yeah. also on my weekend plans as I'm reading and I'm catching up on shows and stuff when I'm not actually, hopefully, thinking about work. Yes, <laughs> so. yes. No work while you're at home. <laughs> Off limits. Mm-hmm. Um. So next month we're reading, Um, we're getting into our spooky season, Halloween, Fall Spirit. So we're reading um, The X-Hex by Aaron Sterling. So it should be fun. A little romance, a little fantasy, read. a little spooky town. A little so spooky, a little spicy. And it's, gonna be fun. Um, it's on the shorter side, too, with 300 pages, because the last two books we've read have both been 500 pages, so... We needed a we needed a nice short like palette cleanser. Yeah, exactly. A little palette cleanser. And then we'll figure out the end of November. Then we just have one more month until we to decide. So we'll have to think about November. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Before like we're like oh my god the month ends in three days we should pick our book. (laughs) We gotta figure out what we. Yeah, we should probably figure that out sooner rather than later. But we can certainly figure out it. But um. Cool. This was fun. Um, any other thoughts anyone wants to say before we go? Mm, I don't think so. If you're looking for a fun, maybe not fun. Fun's maybe not the right word, <laughs> but like a good historical fiction mm-hmm. um book, highly recommend. All the light mm-hmm. we cannot see. Yep. Read it before November something when the limited series comes out. <laughs> um, hopefully, yes. Hopefully, you get a chance to. It's a good book. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, and feel free to email us. I'll put it in the description below. Um, and yeah, we'll talk to you guys soon. Hey, bye. See you next time. Well, like your kiss goodnight. <laughs> bye.